The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone, and, and thank you, first and foremost, for being an intentional spirit, because an intentional spirit understands that seeing and being and living in the realm of a spiritual life is the greatest opportunity that anyone can ever have. It's so uh, enriching for each of us when we also study intentional spirits, because we learn from great orators, great authors, great painters and artists, and people that are being intentional And that are on a pathway that's changing lives for the better and for the good. I'm very thrilled today that our author is Barbara Evans. And she is the author of Messages of Universal Wisdom. She is creative. She is artist extraordinaire. And I feel so delighted to share this time with you, this hour of power, Barbara. Welcome to our show. Thank you so much, Temple. I am delighted to be with you today. So one of the things that I had read is that uh, what you are declaring as the beginning of your spiritual journey uh, is that you had a life-altering experience. Tell us about that, how you became an intentional spirit. Yes, um, it, it was uh, a, a difficult time in my life. Um, my, I, had, I was working as a teacher of biology in the U.K., and was very much into Western medicine, Western science, um, very little spiritual belief or side to to my life at all. And my father developed cancer. And over a two-year period, I was by his side as he went through that experience. And I really felt that the, the, the Western medicine that I had so strongly believed in, had so very little to offer him. And as he left this world, uh, he was an incredibly quiet man, said very little. Um, But as I looked into his eyes in those last few days, what I saw there was firstly his love for me, but also the pain and the fear that he was in right at the end of his life. And 
words appeared in my head which um, just said, life was not meant to be like this. There has to be another way. And as I look back, it was as if that phrase triggered something within me. Um, and my life began to change. And it was partially out of necessity because as he left, I felt absolutely devastated that he had gone into oblivion. And um, my own health had deteriorated greatly. And so it was really a necessity to find a new way of living and being within the world at that point. And synchronicity started to lead me into energy healing, but not until he had appeared to me in a dream. And it was a dream of such an amazing quality that I knew beyond any shadow of doubt that I had been visited by my father in the dream time and that he was he was there. He was still in, in spirit and was beautiful and in his essence and element rather than as I had last seen him in his physical body. And so that's how it all began for me. Wow, what a what a powerful story. And what year was that that your father died? It was actually 1993, so 20 years ago this year. What an incredible story. And it, it's so interesting because my mother uh, died in 2002, had cancer. It was a very unexpected death at 65 years old. And I was sharing with many people that for the first time in my life, I really then knew what heartache was about. Because I just thought that when people talked about their heart aching, I just thought it was more like a country music song. You know, oh, I lost my love, or that didn't work out, or I lost my job, or my dog, and, you know, my heart is hurting. I didn't, had never experienced it from the physical realm. And you truly feel like your chest cavity, like you're opening up. I mean, it is a very defined feeling. When you are losing um, someone that is that close to you, it's just really incredible. It is. Yes, and I I feel that um, if your spiritual beliefs are very strong, your spiritual knowing is strong, that can ease that path for you. But by the time my mother left, um, it was six years after my father, I had gone through tremendous spiritual growth in that six years. But when she left very suddenly, um, it was a tremendous emotional shock for me. And so even though my spiritual side was then strong, I still had a tremendous amount of emotional healing to do. So it's, it's as if you, there's no way of predicting how you are going to respond when something like that happens in your life. Um, What's well, incredible because what we say always, you know, in the idea of of the unity message that 
you know, the unity teaching, the being a spiritual person in that human suit, it it doesn't spare us from life's tragedies. But what it uh, can bring forth with intentionality and individuals that utilize your work or use your energy cards or the various things that you offer, it allows people the opportunity to make up their mind that once they get through that tragedy, that great loss, that that defining moment, uh, that it can define them for a greater way if they make the commitment that on the other side of it, they will be more. Right. And that, to me, is is why I love the kind of work that you are doing because um, we're, you're right. From a lot of the teaching and from medicine and so of the traditions of thinking, it's like when you go through a hardship, there's going to be less of you show up after you're complete. And that's not ancient wisdom. Because ancient wisdom is telling us that after we go through something significant or are trying, there'll be more of us on the other side. Our creative juices will flow. Our energy in our body will be more. We'll feel younger than we felt before. There will be more joy where there has been immense sadness. And it's just, it's, it's so great to see uh, your work being featured. Now, a number of your paintings are now featured at, at Unity Headquarters at Lee Summit, Missouri. Isn't that correct? I know. Yes. It's very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> it is very exciting. That is so awesome. Yes. Um, I mean, that was, that was just wonderful. And it came about in such a beautiful way. I, I met our local uh, guy, lives near Kalamazoo in Michigan. And I met with our local unity minister, um, Jocelyn Mason. And she was looking at my artwork and she said, oh my goodness, the, the tower at Unity Village is being refurbished right now. And she said, I just have this sudden vision of your work all the way through the tower. And, um, and so I contacted um, Charlotte Shelton, who is the CEO at Unity Village. And we met and we had this most beautiful meeting. It is that they have... Um, piece is already there to go on the seventh floor of the tower when it is refurbished and the other six floors are going to be receiving one each of of my um, paintings so that is incredibly exciting and there's also another couple of pieces that are, are also at unity village more in the current retreat center area um as well, so um, and I just, I just love Unity Village. It just feels so very, very special. Oh, that is so awesome. Well, we're a strong unity presence here in the southeast. We're a strong hub here in St. Petersburg, Florida. And we are thrilled that you're going to be here on our grounds over this weekend. And also, we are willing and lovingly talking to you about space on the walls as well. <laughs> Your work is absolutely... I Just looking at the paintings and the going through the pages of this book is just... Um, 
It's absolutely profound, and I, I'm, I'm not saying these words loosely. I mean, doing the kind of work I've been doing for 25 years as a spiritual leader, I'm exposed to a lot of different things, and yours is unique. I want to encourage everyone to go to Barbara Evans' website, TheEdenMethod.com, and you will get a sense and a small taste of exactly what I'm talking about. So you had this incredible, you know, epiphany, if you will, uh, but more so than many people do. They have an epiphany and then they go back to doing things the way they've always done them. In your case, you had this huge awakening and you allowed a, a creative time, as we say, somewhere between the no longer and the not yet to kind of emerge in you. And what did you do next? How did you get into being um, this dynamic artist and representative of sacred geometry and energy throughout the world? That actually came as a, a very distinct phase, too. Um, that, that occurred after my mother passed away. So the first phase was that first six years after my father's passing. And I started, um, I went for a shiatsu session. Um, and shiatsu is a Japanese energy healing modality that uses the uh, meridian system that an acupuncturist would use, but using finger pressure rather than the needles. And the lady that I went to was so amazing. So she introduced me to that and to flower essences and to aromatherapy oils, all within the first hour of speaking to her. And she had um, also, uh, I mean, she was a natural healer and energy was channeling through her hands during the session. And so she opened up for me a world that I did not previously know existed. Um, and as I went to her for, for regular treatments over the last, you know, over the next few months, um, I was just so inspired wanting to learn as much as I possibly could about this energy thing. And um, it was during that period that we were, my husband was asked to relocate from the UK to the US with his job. And so as we moved across the Atlantic, I brought with me this enormous pile of new healing books and um, uh, essential oils and flower essences um, and as I came over, I, I left my job as a teacher in the UK in order to move across and was on a visa that did not allow me to work. And that was, in a sense, the most incredible gift. Originally, I felt really quite angry that, you know, as a trained teacher, I wasn't allowed to work in the US. But it gave me an opportunity to study and to follow these new passions in my life um and so i took absolute the greatest advantage of that gift that was possible (laughs) (laughs) i would definitely say absolutely and you're just kind of a walking messenger you know i'm 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 feeling this essence like a peter o'toole movie or something you're just you're just being there you know so 
where uh, many people would have an obstacle or, oh, I'm not able to do this here, you know, with what I have. Whereas you go, oh, how nice. I'm not able to do this here. So I'll go and do this now. I love it. (laughs) Thank you for modeling uh, truth and wisdom, Barbara. It's very impressive. I love it when an author is, is walking and talking in the same direction. That's impressive, Gal. Thank you. (laughs) Well, thank you. And then, of course, the next step was was the biggest um, shock for me, in a sense, so that nine months after my mother had passed away, I still knew that I didn't feel like me, that inside, all I could say was I wasn't right, um, and that I needed to go and get a reading. And I flew back to the U.K., a reading with a lady that my sister knew and it was a beautiful reading she connected with my my uh, maternal grandparents and told me a lot about some of the guides that she saw with me um, on my journey and as I was leaving she went oh try drawing try drawing faces and I just looked at her in amazement um she said, no, 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 don't look at me like that. Just go away and do it. And in that same week, I had discovered the flower of life and sacred geometry. So I put those two together, um, had no intention of drawing faces, but that I would love to paint sacred geometry. And so I went home and actually painted a seven-fold labyrinth because that felt doable at that that time. I knew I wanted to paint the flower of life, but the geometry of the flower of life was seemed way out of my reach at that point. So I started with a seven-fold labyrinth and could feel the universal energies channeling through me into the painting in that very first painting and had a knowing that it was to share with other people and to help other people awaken to their own journey and their own inner gifts and talents. And so that is how the art began. And it's like from there, where I am now, it's it's just been amazing for me. Very exciting. And um, as I said, just most unexpected. It's such a powerful story. You know, it's just a, a, a truly sacred story mm-hmm. of of how there is triumph in the ability to being born again. You know, I always say that we're like cats. I mean, we all have so many lifetimes within one lifetime. Yeah. And it's so clear as you're talking about with every chapter of how then it led you to the next phase. And in one huge goodbye or one huge door closing, as you knew it on the physical dimension, how in the spirit, how that dimension just automatically opened up and, and blossomed for you. Yeah, it's been quite incredible. And, and I feel that that opportunity, not necessarily to start painting, but the opportunity of finding gifts within those most challenging moments is there for everybody. 
Oh, absolutely. And you're a great messenger to, to share just that. And we're going to look forward to hearing more about that when we come back after break. Uh, you're listening today with Barbara Evans, the author of Messages of Universal Wisdom. She also has other products like those amazing energy cards that I'm going to order myself. You can find her at the Eden Method. I want to thank all of you for your ongoing support of Unity Online Radio. We truly are a voice for the awakening world, and we feel privileged and humbled to be just that. Also, I invite you to join us on our website, unitycampus.org. You can listen to various messages, either live or in um, our library, and we'd love to have you as part of our thriving community. We'll be right back. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you'll give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the love offerings of listeners to continue operating and expand its outreach. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you. to be? It's a question we all ponder from time to time. Reverend Kelly Isola, host of Spiraling Consciousness and her co-authors, have crafted a guidebook that will take you on a profound journey. If you long for love, peace, and joy, or yearn for commitment, passion, calm, or clarity, this book teaches you that you already have all of these within you. Whatever you long to experience outside of you is an aspect of you wanting to be birthed. Who have you come here to be? 101 Possibilities for Contemplation is part daily reader, part spiritual practicum. Drenched in gorgeous imagery, each powerful page invites readers to dance, to leap, to sit still, to stand tall as they ponder the question, Who have I come here to be? Join the journey of self-discovery. Come explore the world within an infinite field of possibilities to discover who have you come here to be. To order your copy of Who Have I Come Here to Be? 101 Possibilities for Contemplation, go to www.whohaveyoucomeheretobe.com. That's www.whohaveyoucomeheretobe.com. Are you ready to take a quantum leap into greater self-acceptance and love and freedom from suffering by connecting all your parts, especially those you deem broken? If so, join Mark Anthony Lord, founder and spiritual director of the Bodhi Spiritual Center in Chicago, every Monday at 1 p.m. Central, as he helps you understand there's nothing wrong with you. You are perfect just the way you are. This show is for you so you can know you're not alone and that you really matter and that miracles are right here within you and all around you. 
From this knowing, anything and everything becomes possible. Each week, Mark will be joined by amazing guests who share their journeys of awakening. Listen live on Mondays at 1 p.m. Central or download the podcast at your convenience or subscribe via iTunes to Nothing Broken Here with Mark Anthony Lord only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And thank you, everyone, for participating as an intentional spirit and being with us today. I would also urge you to forward this great MP3 file of the work of Barbara Evans, The Messages of Universal Wisdom. And we are talking about, obviously, so many more things than just Barbara's books and her products, but the message in which she lives and is wanting other people to grasp that anything you go through in life, it can be what you make it mean, that though we may not be able to control all the things that happen in our lives, we're certainly able to recognize and go with the flow and have an energy guide us rather than seeing no's. We look at the deeper with uh, desire within ourselves to see a yes just simply around the corner. I kind of threw that in for you, Barbara, you know, being from England and all, just right around the corner. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that's some terminology that I had to learn the hard way, you know, when I would ask for directions and I'd say, oh, now where is that, you know, St. Paul's? It's just right around the corner, you know, two miles later, it seemed. <laughs> I know, you go, which corner? <laughs> Yeah, which corner? You know, what day? <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a pleasure to be talking with you today. And as, as it's so clear, I'm so moved by your, your work. And let's tell everyone about an experience that you had in, in 2003 um, of an opening for you and a door or of listening to your inner guidance and what it led to. Yeah, certainly in 2003. Um, many things happened. Many things came together. I'd, I'd actually been studying um, crystal resonance therapy. And as I studied crystal resonance therapy for 18 months, I hadn't done any painting. And I thought that this gift that was opening up and beginning to blossom had disappeared. And then as I got my certification, within weeks, I was guided to start painting again. But this time, I was guided to create a sacred space for the painting that was made with crystals and that the, the design of the sacred space was very much related to what I was going to be painting. And the very first piece that I did um, inside this sacred space of the crystal grid was a geometry which I had put together. It's related to the flower of life. And as I was painting it, I was guided to call it the unity symbol because it brought together the energy of the masculine, the divine masculine and the divine feminine 
in perfect balance and unity. And I just loved the symbol, and it is seen again and again and again through the images that I have created since 2003. It's almost like it's being played within a symphony in different forms um, and different notes. So at that particular time in my life, I did not realize that there was a Unity Church. And so when I discovered that there was a Unity Church and that the person who told me about this connected so powerfully with the energy of my work, it just felt so perfectly right that there was going to be a connection between me and Unity Church, and that is definitely evolving at this point in time and is is very exciting for me. And then the other interesting piece was that that same symbol was... um, found as a crop circle in 2009. So um, that was yet another confirmation that I was working with this amazingly beautiful and powerful and significant sacred geometry symbol that is bringing together balance of masculine and feminine energy into the world. Wow, that is... I mean, that's the kind of story that no one could make up. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just that good. Uh, for those of you that have her book, I'm looking on page 41, and it shows the unity symbol. And that, oh, my gosh, that's so incredible. What part of, you can also see it on page 38 in full color. It's just gorgeous. Is, and so we can get one of these paintings on online also, Barbara? Oh, yeah. And the beauty that we have um, a full um, gallery, all of the 26 images that I have painted since starting 2003 right the way through to 2012, they're all you know, available on our website for purchase and prints. And uh, you can see them all in beautiful detail um, on the website. And the beautiful thing about them is that when you bring them into your living space, they help to raise the frequency and vibration of that space. And so as they raise that vibration, it is an invitation for everybody who enters the room, who enters the space, who enters the workplace, to raise their vibration and step more into their full potential than they might otherwise do. And so these images are not just pretty pictures to put upon the wall. They actually have this incredible energy to help us evolve and awaken our true inner self, help us connect to our inner divinity and to manifest that within our daily life and experience. I want to add the writing that because on in the book, Messages of Universal Wisdom, not only do you get the beautiful paintings and images, but you also get a poem uh, that's written with each one. And Unity Over Water declares an affirmation, I allow the rainbow ways to activate my inner knowing. Rainbow ways drawn into the center of my being, providing strength and healing, 
unlock and activate knowledge held deep within. And the declaration is, I am fully connected to my inner knowing. That just shows you the, you know, the alignment or, or the feeling of the permeation that's coming from this art. What time of year was it in 2003 that you became involved that you got the download of, oh, let me do something and call it Unity? Um, was that it was in the, uh, that the fall? one, I think, was done in late September of 2003. <laughs> Oh, that's so fun. That's when I I became a minister of unity because I had been a part of unity for many years, but I was a religious science minister in S- September of 2003 is when I came back to the unity movement. So we were both found at the same time, Barbara. <laughs> that is pretty amazing. <laughs> it is pretty amazing. It just, uh, it all, that's why I love doing this show because there's so many other reasons than what we feel we're destined to talk about that can emerge. Kind of like life really, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Now, do you actually still go and visit various corners of the world? Is this something that you do with intention? Did you do it for a window of time so you could feel some of these sacred places from Peru to, you know, Brazil to various places? How did, how does that fit with you and do you do it with intention? Um. I have had several occasions when I have felt this, um, it's almost felt like an urgent need to go to a sacred site. Um, Initially, it was um, in the, they were sites in the UK, uh, including Stonehenge and Avebury, uh, Rosslyn Chapel was another one that called to me. And it was an exchange, I felt. I was guided to take the artwork to those sacred sites and lay it on the ground. And it was as if the energy of the sacred geometry painting was being transmitted into the ground of the sacred sites. And then also energy from the sacred sites was being received by the paintings and adding to um, the energy that they already had. Um, And I have also taken them around various places in the U.S. as well, many places in the U.S., uh, where they've also been laid on the ground. And other people are doing this as well. So I have had people have told me that they have taken the artwork into the Great Great Pyramid, People have taken it to South America, uh, to Ireland. It's been to India. Uh, Not always, though, with me. Other people are doing this energy transmission, if if you can call it that, or energy exchange in these sacred places as well. And I think of it as, you know, as the artwork is is carried around the world, it's like it's leaving these golden ribbons of energy um, everywhere it goes. And I sometimes wonder if that's why I am, with my husband, driving so much around the U.S. right now. So we started off the year by driving from Michigan to L.A. 
and then back again, and of course not in a straight line. And now we're in Florida, having gone back to Michigan, now back driven down to Florida, it's as if we are sort of seeding this energy everywhere we're driving the car, which is filled with art and crystals, and ourselves, of course. And have you made it yet into the St. Petersburg and Tampa Bay area? No. Well, I was there. Um, I was in Tampa Bay very briefly last year, but not to St. Petersburg. I will be arriving there on Saturday evening, ready for a wonderful day on Sunday. Oh, there's no doubt. And you'll have one as as we will receive one all at the same time. But yeah. you will also find um, over time that you're here that we are truly a, we're a vortex here. It's just something. And people um, and leaders and healers and gurus from all over the world, they, they all confirm that when they, when they come. So I'm just. Just excited to have your vibration, feeling the energy, and it'll be interesting to see what what comes out of um, your being here. What yes. painting you will do? I know it will be. A, so, is that your specific campus? Where yes. Um, well, no, not just the specific campus, though that has its own energy. But the whole Tampa Bay area is mm-hmm. considered a vortex. Yes. And specific to, uh, well, including Sarasota as well, but a lot of energy around St. Petersburg. You know, as a speaker, I always say in order to get to heaven, you have to go through St. Petersburg. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. But I don't think fundamentally that's taught anywhere across the globe. That's just my own thing. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone starts to send on St. Petersburg. We're just planting these seeds, you know. That's that's what we do. So how often do you um, get these kind of messages or urges to to paint? Is this something that's ongoing with you? Is it a specific time of year or a month? Or how does that look for you? Because I know that artists especially that are looking and seeing this profound work, they probably would like to know a little bit about how do you get in the rhythm to, to do it? Well, it's, it's very much all guided. Um, but what I was finding after the first few images, I was finding that I was being guided to paint in alignment with astrological events. And so the movements of the stars and planets became important painting time. You know, sort of when something special in the sky was happening, it would be a time when I would be guided to do part of one of my paintings. Um, And I receive information for them over quite a long period of time. And it's usually um, as messages that are are verbal. And so I I end up with a list that's almost like a recipe before you start to create a meal. And I have this list of words, and I translate this list of words into the visual image. Um, It's very rare for me to see any of it is with my inner vision. Occasionally, I am given a piece, an important piece in a dream. And that's usually once I've started 
working on a particular painting. Um, the, the one that's actually going to be on the seventh floor of the tower at Unity Village is, is one of those um, where I'd already done a significant amount of the painting and in a dream one night, there was this um, very, very clear vision of an extra piece that needed to be put in, which was pretty amazing. But it, it, it just comes, and it comes over time, and I need to clear to the next level of my own frequency before I'm able to put the next colors and the next steps onto paper. So it has been a very much a journey of my own healing and evolution um, rather than it's something that comes through me but doesn't affect me, if that makes sense. It totally makes sense. And it's so interesting. Talk about, you know, in sync and the energy and I just constantly say, and I stay in awe of life, so bear with me. <laughs> but I just opened your book to a new page, and it, as you mentioned the word dream, it landed on Mary Magdalene speaks for creating the new dream. Dream. Our dreams create the divine plan for earth. Dreams that come from the place of unconditional love within the heart and hold strong compassion for all life. Choose carefully as you create your new dream. Ask for assistance from your guiding angels and the ascended masters, as the new dream for Earth is a true co-creation on all levels. We each have an important role to play. Well, Barbara, it goes without saying, I am thrilled that you have decided to play your important role. You're listening today, everyone, to Barbara Evans. She is the author of Messages of Universal Wisdom. She has paintings and art that will just stop you in the moment. They're absolutely breath-giving. We'll be right back after this short break. He's the most talked about figure in history. How do you see Jesus? As a savior, a way shower, a mythical hero. In his cutting-edge new book, Jesus 2.1, an upgrade for the 21st century, Reverend Dr. Thomas Shepard explores the many human concepts of Jesus. The man of Nazareth has been an imaginary spiritual playmate for millions. Best friend, confidant, silent lover, surrogate father, brother, husband, trusted king when earthly governments fail, all-purpose superhero who will save the day before the final credits roll. Jesus is like a program that has been adapted through the ages while the basic code remains undisturbed despite all subsequent modifications. Now it is our time to rewrite and reinstall the Jesus program with updates for today, just as every previous generation has done and every subsequent generation will do. The Romans killed Jesus for being a revolutionary. Every succeeding generation kills him anew by losing sight of the ongoing revolution in human consciousness that he represents. Explore the new book, Jesus 2.1, at www.shopunity.org. Are you ready for the next steps on your spiritual path? 
If you are, you won't want to miss the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. Essential insights and practices from the ancient yoga science of self-realization show us how to live healthier, happier, more balanced lives. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and realize your infinite potential, tune in to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien, every Thursday morning at 10 Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And we are having a wonderful conversation today with Barbara Evans, the author of Messages of Universal Wisdom. She offers paintings and archetypal images, which the very nature of looking at them or having them placed in your home or your office or your place of success, not only will alter the room, but over time as people are doing and using the art for meditation and for exploration, can alter their own creativity and their experiences. Barbara, tell me some of the feedback that you get from other people because they have some of your imagery in their offices or in their spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, people are definitely um, finding that that the images within their space that they can um, feel the difference in the energy. And of course, the more sensitive they are to the energy, it, the easier it is to feel. Um, but Danian Brinkley, um, I met recent, fairly recently, and he fell in love with the work immediately and has now got three of the pieces in his office. And um, I was told that a few days later, he went back to his office with his wife, and he sat down on his, at his desk and, and was pretending to work while she came in. And he was just observing her. And then she went, suddenly, you know, this place feels different. I can feel the shift in the energy, you know, that the art has made. And he is reporting that Many people who come into the space are feeling the difference in there since the art was put in place. And it is inspiring. It is, the intention is to awaken that inner self so that you can reach your potential and, and begin to realize that magnificence and divinity that we hold within us, each one of us. Um, and so many people find that as they do this, the, the synchronicities and the flow of their life seems to become a little bit easier and that they are getting more in touch with the gifts that they carry and manifesting um, their work into the world. Um, I heard from a healing center last week 
who have had a large piece of, of my work in the healing center, and she said she just loves it there, and she just feels like it sort of anchors the place, and it constantly radiates energy out into the whole of the center. And then, of course, on a, on a much more personal level, it's very easy for people to work with the empowerment cards, which contain 18 of these images in an inspirational card deck called the Messages of Universal Wisdom Empowerment Cards. And I chose um, one for the readers. So if I may, I would like to... Uh, not the readers, sorry, the listeners. I... Um, would like to read them the card and the message that I collect. Yeah, please do. Go ahead, yes. So the card that came forward is Labyrinth of Crystal Light. And it is a beautiful purple background with the energy of amethyst and a more unusual crystal called charite. And down the center is a rainbow of crystal light. It's a vertical rainbow, and over that is a sevenfold labyrinth. The key word, the gift of this particular image, the essence of the image is support. And so as I hold this card within my hands and transmit the energy to everyone who is listening, this is the message. And it is the image speaking to you. I hold vibrations of unconditional love and compassion. My purpose is to remind you that there are no wrong turns in the experience of life. I invite you to choose unconditional love and compassion as your foundation and feel confident to allow your true self to flourish. The labyrinth reminds us that life is a sacred journey, which we never travel alone. As you awaken, you become increasingly aware of the guidance and support available from your higher self and guides. Support surrounds you. Simply ask for assistance as you joyfully step forward to find your truth and magnificence. You are fully supported as you discover your own unique path. That is wonderful. Well, I trust that you're traveling with a bunch of those because we'll sell out. (laughs) (laughs) We will absolutely sell out here. That I'm sure of. Oh, my goodness. That is beautiful. Yeah, it's a a beautiful one. And it's, I, I don't know, when you get that one, you go, yes, it is just an amazing reminder that yes we are supported as we find our way through life you must read these sometimes and go oh my gosh (laughs) I do how humbling I I mean like oh my gosh this actually came through my my system (laughs) I know I know, and I still I look at I look at the artwork, I look at the card deck, and very often it is with just sheer amazement that 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 has come through me. Yes, and you know there are many people out there that you know hear people talking like yourself, and they they go how 
to what depth is there a method or a technique or and I'm not talking from the head now, okay? I'm right. talking intellectual stimulation, but more of a, a spiritual or a soul allowance. Um, was there something that you started doing or a, a ritual where you could really just be a clear channel and and not be in your way? I know that in as a healer, as a shamanic healer or as an energetic uh, uh, shapeshifter, you know, in the kind of work that I do, that there came a time that that languaging of head stuff was just no longer present. And what was to happen just happened. So I could be sitting with someone and start talking about, you know, like Carol Burnett. And I'd go, you need to go watch Carol Burnett stuff. I don't know where you're going to get it. You know, I don't even know why I'm saying that. And they would go, how did you know that was my favorite person of all time? Do you know, it's like, okay, I, I didn't. I'm just listening. Is there some process in which you can just be and seeing and being as an intentional spirit? Yes. Well, I, I feel that that is such an important process. And, and for me, a lot of it is just making time to allow it to happen. Um, I'm not necessarily someone who considers that I am good at meditating, but what I like to do is to contemplate. So I love to be near water and, and just to sort of gaze and allow that space for information to come in. And the other thing that I really feel as if I've been able to do as, as I was putting all of this together, it didn't seem as if I was putting anything together. It seemed as if I was all over the place. Because when something was giving me true joy and I, and I felt my heart was singing, that's what I was following. And so flower essences made my heart sing. And so did crystals. And so did the aromatherapy oils. And so did going to sacred sites. And so I was following my heart. And when that gave me true joy and made it sing, that was such a confirmation for me that I was doing, I was on my path. And it was only when I got a a reasonable way along it that those what seemed to be isolated passions suddenly came together and made sense on a whole new level. So I think it's finding space to allow these things to manifest. If we are stressed and are just rushing from one thing to another all through the day, there's no time, there's no space for that um, incredible messaging and insight to come through. So the time and creating space is so important. Make the space for the experience to come through you. Allow that that time. And is being part of nature, is that a very powerful part of, of where you get some of your, you know, your channeled information? Are you outside often or... Uh, do you find that you have the same space in your home or is there anything, any connection with that? I just know how curious people are. So I know. I'm, 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 
on that process. It's like I used to say, why don't I have a shaman song? All the shamans, they have a song. You know, why don't I have a shaman song? <laughs> and well, and I, I, I love nature. I mean, I'm a biologist. I yes. love nature. And I will often find um, when I'm happy and out in nature, I'm, I'm taking photographs. And I take photographs of flowers. I, I was taking photographs of the ocean this morning. Um, I, I love to be out in nature. And I also have some very favorite places to sit within my own home. Um, I'm very fortunate right now to live in a house that overlooks a pond, which is a very natural pond. And so we have swans and all sorts of birds. And I love to sit by the window and just gaze at the pond and it 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 creates that space and inspirations come through i often also find that i wake up with an inspiration in the morning that something has been going on while i have been apparently sleeping and i will wake up and just need to write first thing in the morning um and when that's happening, I know that I'm, you know, I'm in a place of real connection and, and it is good and I enjoy it and love for that to happen. And when I'm on the road, it happens much less because I'm, I'm more focused on, well, I need to be here at this particular time for this particular event. And I get more tied up in the day-to-day um, logistics of life. Uh, Well, I imagine also, uh, Barbara, you're fortunate because you probably have some wonderful paintings in your home that the the brilliant Barbara Evans has created. (laughs) You get get to look at those every day. So I'm going to be moving forward in that direction myself. You've been listening today to Barbara Evans, author extraordinaire of Messages of Universal Wisdom, Please take the time to go to her website, theedenmethod.com, because there are so many other products and her paintings, and you just, you owe it to yourself to give yourself this experience. Barbara, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show today, and I look forward to seeing you in the very heart of the vortex called St. Petersburg, Florida. Thank you again for being on the show. Many blessings to you. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, 
boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogis and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on this message from Daily Word. Is something in your life causing you concern? Don't be discouraged. The presence of God is peace and harmony. Healing and creative ideas is with you every moment of every day, providing the help you need. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. You are a spiritual being, blessed with all that you need for happiness and fulfillment. God's wisdom will guide you. God's strength will help you do all that you need to do. And God's joy will lighten your heart with hope and courage. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.